0: Hi, I'm Alana Gallo. I'm a teacher, a mom to four, and the founder of Play, Learn, Thrive. Join me as I chat with real parents and experts as we explore all things play in child development. It's time to take the focus away from you and put the responsibility of playtime back into your kiddos' hands. So if you're tired of planning, leading, and facilitating play sessions, you've found the right place. Each week, we'll explore the importance of play and how it supports child development, along with simple ways to incorporate play in a purposeful way— So, you can raise confident, self motivated kids who enjoy playing independently. Hey guys, it's Alana. I'm here today with Julia Dennison, who is the digital content director for Parents Magazine. And I'm going to let her introduce herself.
1: Hey, Alana. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, so I oversee the content on parents.com and all the social channels associated with Parents Magazine. So that's me. And I'm also a mom uh, to a four-year-old named Esme. I co-parent with her dad. So I have her um, half the time. And I'm a single mama and uh, living in Queens, New York. So that's my story. Love it. So mm-hmm. what I wanted to, I have I have Julie here today because
0: I wanted to specifically talk sort of about pandemic parenting. Her and I have been having some interesting conversations back and forth over the past few months, just about um, everything mothering. Mm-hmm. And I thought she would be an awesome guest to talk a little bit about her experience parenting during the pandemic and working from home and having a young child who sort of has to fend for themselves a lot of the time and kind mm-hmm. of how that's looking. Um, so if you want to just start chatting a little bit about your, what your experience has been and kind of how you've been managing. I think that would be great.
1: Yeah. So, um, right from the beginning of the pandemic, I, um, I was actually traveling when it all started. So I was in, um, part of the, the beauty, I guess, of being a co-parent is that I get some time to myself to do things like travel or I did when that was, when that was a thing we could do. Um, I was in Paris and London when, in early March of last year and sort of, right at the moment it all hit. Um, and I was sort of nervous about the fact of coming back, what it would be like, because I share the time between um, myself and her dad, but luckily her dad lives 10 blocks away from me. So we decided pretty early on to just merge our two households and just keep them as like a double bubble, so to speak. But we did at the time have um, have her in school and school went full remote. And we had been using um, a... A nanny who uh, would pick her up from school, drop her off from school, pick her up from school, have her after school anyway. Um, and but of course, just at the beginning of the pandemic, that all kind of ended. And our nanny, who didn't live in our household, didn't seem right to, to keep asking her to to come um, and watch ezzy So I um, was ended up you know, working full-time and watching Esme uh, at the same time for a lot of the time. But luckily, I share that share the time I do have with Esme, my daughter, um, with her dad. So, it would only be kind of half the week. But there's plenty of time where it was just me working full-time, trying to juggle and have my my young daughter at the same time, all the way up until September when finally she was back in full-time school. And now, mm-hmm. luckily, she is in school, although I do get a couple hours in the afternoon where I have to kind of work and, and juggle her as well. But, um, you know, my heart goes out to full-time single parents out there or, you know, parents who are both working because it is just, you know, having those days where I didn't have her really helped, but because trying to do any creative work while I did have her was, it was the big challenge. Or even I have my own podcast, trying to record a podcast and have a kid during the <laughs> pandemic, another <laughs> impossible feat. But um, it's, it's been a lot of juggling. I'm <laughs> um, so glad she's in school. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. So I know that we uh last summer Julie and I did a panel together and we I did um quote unquote tried to help her a little bit with her daughter's play space and things like that. So I'm just curious cuz I never we never really actually chatted about this, but I'm curious yeah. to see like I know we talked a lot about trying to create space for independent play and kind of what that looks like and why it's important and all that. Um so I'm just curious if you feel like you've seen growth from her just like through the pandemic, I know, again, like if you're working, I mean, you know, it's like, there's only so much you can do. Your kids <laughs> right. kind of for themselves. And, um, you know, my kids have been in school the whole time. So I feel like I've been super lucky. Um, obviously like right in the beginning of the whole thing, they weren't, they were out from March through the end of the year. Mm. Um, but we also had childcare. So that lives with us. So mm, we had, yeah. our bubble was nice and big. That's um, good, yeah. So, but even still, I was like, oh, my God, I can't, you know, I can't handle this. Um, I so I, I feel like I would love to kind of hear how you feel like that went down specifically in terms of her ability to play or, like, what did, what did her day look like? How did it change? Um,
1: so, anything? yeah, I think, like, I think I have, working on the parenting beat, I've I've seen all the studies that say how important independent play is. And even before the pandemic, I would joke that, like, I loved when sort of, like, my, I call it lazy parenting, but it's not. It's never lazy parenting. It's like that ability to like go a little bit in parenthood when that lines up with things that are actually good for the kid. That's yeah. my sweet spot. So I think about things like another area is feeding, like baby, uh, baby led weaning, which is essentially mm-hmm. just cooking the food that you're making for dinner and giving it to your baby instead of making all these fancy, you know, baby foods. That that was my jam when she was a baby. I was like, yes, I don't have to make extra food for her. I'll just make one dinner and she could eat what I'm eating, and you know, I can kind of tailor it to her. Um, and similar with play, I'd read all um, the studies that show that independent play is so great for kids, and just letting them go and play by themselves and do their thing and not intervene. Um, and actually, when you're at the playground, sit on that bench and, you know, <laughs> don't hover. And like, so I always joke uh, that that feels friend. like yeah. the lazy parenting, but it's actually the best for the kids. And so I always loved, loved that. So going in, I've always been the kind of parent that that's pretty good at letting go in that respect and knowing that you can just let them go and play. And that's actually a good thing. And I think once you realize that it's such a true gift. Yeah. Um, and there are still plenty of parents who think that they have to do all these things to kind of entertain their kids and essentially be like child, child entertainers, um, all the time. And you absolutely don't have to. Um, so going into the pandemic, I'd already had that mentality. So, and I sort of say lucky for me, cause <laughs> it made it so that I didn't really have any guilt when I, I was having to kind of work and she was playing by herself. Cause I just knew that that was, that was good for her. I mean, you know, of course, we turn have to, you know, end up turning to screens and things like that a lot more just because there's like a lot of hours to fill. Um, yeah. But no, certainly I, I didn't feel remotely guilty about having her play by herself because I just knew it was really great for her. So um, I, that I saw as a blessing. And that was something I would try and kind of pass along to my fellow mom friends who were kind of worried about, not paying enough attention to their kids or having to be there, but working. And I was like, no, 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 you're good. Like, you, you know, you, you are, you are loving parents because you are asking these questions, <laughs> you know, that's step yeah. one. And step two, it's actually fine for your kids to go and play by themselves and you work like that's okay. And also it's really good for them to see you working too. And that's something I think we forget that like, the, it's so important to see your kids, your, your daughters and your sons to see, to see women, you know, being successful in their careers and working. And maybe the pandemic's brought this home a little bit, a bit more. And I think that's not a bad thing either.
0: No, I love that. And I I was thinking about that, the whole guilt thing too. Like I what I've found, you know, since I started this business is a lot of parents feeling super guilty about, you know, parents, you know, sending me DMs saying like, well, how, like, how many hours a day should I be playing with my kid? And I'm like, wait, what? Hours a day. I'm like, "Um, my kids are lucky. I mean, like, you know, we play together in the sense that we'll do puzzles, we'll read, uh, you know, we'll play chase, like things like Mm -hmm. that. But in general, I'm kind of like, get out of here. Like, this is, you know, I don't, necessarily say that sometimes I'm sure I have said that, but you know, I feel like it is, it's hard because parents have so much pressure. Um, and I'm sure you've seen just through your work, like the pressure that moms especially feel with mm -hmm. having to entertain, having to be all the things all the time and, you know, keep your cool. And, um, just, I feel like that's, this is one of those things that I always try to, um, to push and to, to, to like share loudly is that, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like you said, it's like it's, but it's better for them if you don't do that. So, yes. so don't let that be like a, a guilt point, I guess.
1: Yeah, and I think don't be phony with your kids. Like everything you just said, puzzles and chase, like those are fun. Like that's fun for for me. Like if when I can, you know, when I'm not trying to work at the same time. But when I have those moments, you know, when I have the time with my daughter, where it is just that bonding time, then like yeah, I'd rather do things that I enjoy doing with her. You know, rather than being kind of feeling this like guilt and feeling coerced or something into. Yeah into playing in her imaginary games when i'm sort of that's not really my my jam now her grandfather my dad he's like ace at it and he loves it and so fine you know if he has the time and he wants to you know play make make believe with her and gets into her world then good for him um but i'm usually just so busy um and also it's just not really like i just don't really like it (laughs) you know it's not like something i find. particularly i don't
0: really like playing with my kid like that and i'm like that's fine. Like That's they feel no okay. guilty about it. And mm-hmm. I, I want to like shake them and be like, no, dude, like yeah. it's okay. I mean, my kids will bring, you know, they're like cooking in the kitchen and they're like, oh, this is soup. And I, I'm like, okay, like I've had <laughs> soup. Thank you. Like, and now yeah. I'm like, why don't you go make soup for your doll? Like, you know, and like, it's <laughs> yeah. like, okay. you know, I mean, obviously they're, you know, I interact with them, but <laughs> it's like that kind of like, if I'm in the middle of something, you know, to try to redirect them to be able to continue to like leave it in their own little, their yeah. world versus like constantly bringing it to me and having me be part of it because it's just, it is, it's, ty- it's, it's, you know, it's tiring. And when you're trying to work, yeah it's hard to switch that, like that gear from, you know, doing that. And then you're like, no, I'm trying to create something or like, for me, it's like, write something or yeah. or whatever, like, you know, be planning or, or thinking strategically. And then all of a sudden you have a kid and you're like, wait, okay, what, what, you're talking about what? And then you're, how do you go back and forth between that? You know, it just- Right, it
1: and it's important, I think, to seize those moments to recharge yourself. So even when you're not working, you know, if you're at the playground, sit on that bench. Like my, my mom friends and I will sort of sit on the bench and talk talk amongst ourselves and watch our kids. But like, we're definitely not out there on the playground playing with our kids, trying not to be those helicopter parents, but also see, I know the benefit of my daughter interacting with other kids and actually going and being creative herself in the playground. And I'm not about to get in, in, involved in that. And um, and you'll see other parents and other moms who are sometimes like in there playing in the playground. And I'm like, girl, you know, you can go and sit down on that bench and like, like come for, sit with us, come sit for us. a second, or I'll listen to a podcast. Yeah, um, That's like one of my favorite things to do at the playground, actually, because then I put in headphones so I can like listen to something, but then also watch her at the same time and not feel like, you know, yep. sort of get a little bit of a moment to myself. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I love that. And talking about the playground, it's so funny because that's one of my biggest things is like really not interrupting your kid's play and like letting them figure things out for themselves and, um, you know, taking those risks and, you know, the child whose parent like picks them up and puts them on like the super high thing oh, and then yeah. is like so stressed out. And I'm like, well, but like just let your kid navigate and they're not going to climb up that high if they're not comfortable doing it. And right. then that way you don't have to be so stressed. I feel like that's yeah. such a big thing. Like the playground is like this, like, a, like weird, like parenting, like, I don't know,
1: zone. Yeah. And I think you can really like set your stress level a bit as a parent. Like there's so many things I think the parents and moms especially could let go, like just let go, you know? Um, and that's a really good point. And I think that's true. And just let them find their way around the playground. Don't try and guide them. And then you can sit and relax on the, the bench. Seriously.
0: I love that. <laughs> um. So what else? I mean, wh- I guess, The other thing that I would love to hear your perspective on, because I feel like you probably hear so many stories, like speak to so many parents and just from all different like arenas in life. Um, What are some things that people, but how am I trying to say this? What do you feel like are parents' biggest struggles right now with, in terms of obviously like being home with their kids, but what are some of the biggest things that you're hearing on your end about kids' behavior or kids, you know, what they're, what parents are worried about from a, from a perspective of either play or even education, Mm -hmm. because that's also my space. I'm just curious. Yeah. Since you have so many. I'm sure you're getting hit from all different angles with all that kind of stuff.
1: I know, you know, I think it's a really interesting time at this moment because I feel like we're almost there. Like we can see the light at the end of the tunnel with this pandemic. You know, everyone's getting, starting to get vaccinated. We're starting to see an end date potentially. But I think a big issue that I'm seeing with um parents especially working parents is that it really feels like a lot of companies are kind of just right back there back to normal and you know parents or moms especially are still really really struggling I think with this whole um the stress of this pandemic and the whole mental load that comes with it and just the kind of like endless you know the not for many moms they just don't have a break and are at breaking point um and I think just, you know, listening to moms on Clubhouse and, you know, we've had such a nice time on that app. I think just half the time moms just want to be able to vent and like talk about what they're going through and they just want people to listen and hear them. And, you know, when the uh, New York Times did that big piece on primal sc- the primal scream and it's like the, everyone just wants to scream into the abyss right now. But, you know, I'm really genuinely worried um, for a lot of moms out there because it's really, you know, I... I Speaking to my mom friends, they are so preoccupied with whether or not, you know, they're working longer hours than ever somehow. Because I think this work-life balance is just, even though we used to dream of the ideal of working from home and being around our kids more. But I think working from home often means this, like, work-life balance gets kind of thrown out the window and people are working longer hours. But then there's the guilt about that. And I was saying to my, my mom friends who were feeling guilty about that. You know what, I think all we have to do as moms right now is survive this. And that's, yeah. and I'm genu- I mean that genuinely. Like, I think it's really been very, very, very hard. Um, and then a lot of those concerns that you mentioned about parenthood often fall on the mom's shoulder. We did a whole editorial spotlight on the, the mental load. We called it Project Mental Unload, just looking at the fact that. Even when there are good dads, moms are still carrying the lion's share of concerns and worries and and things to do with parenting in the back of their head, whether that's thinking about the next uh, pediatrician appointment or, you know, um, thinking just everything that comes with being, you know, bringing up kids is sitting there in the back of their head, our heads and just constantly there. Um, and dads might have a different approach. So, but I think that the pandemic brings that even more so. So when we're talking about worrying about kids having too much screen time, which I think that is starting to be a worry. I mean, there was a time earlier in the pandemic where it was like, what are you going to do? But now it's starting to be like, oh, shoot, like we really are seeing more screen time. And again, the New York Times did a piece about that. that That's like the experts are basically like, we said it was fine, but actually, we didn't realize how long this would go on for. And actually, yeah. we're not we sure if it's, it's fine, fine <laughs> to like get you through
0: a month. And then we realized. And it's, I, I
1: it's and I good. saw that's that research, and I thought, how do we, how do I convert that into a, a story on parents? Because a parents is really important to me to to provide that service, but also provide okay. it in a relatable voice that doesn't feel stressful. Yeah. Um So because I'm, I'm like, so many parents are going to read that well and think, oh, well, crap, what the yeah. heck. What yeah. do I do like I, I don't really have a choice in this you know yeah. um That's and so right. the this yeah no the screen time is certainly I think I think an issue but I think for the most part I think what's most important right now is that mom parents and moms take care of themselves because all these stresses are having that trickle-down effect and you know I think every time I snap at my daughter and, and I yell at her and I don't want to yell at her it's because I'm stressed about something else yeah, every time 100.
0: And I've been feeling I'm, like, such a, quote, unquote, like, you know, peaceful, respectful, blah, 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 mm-hmm. whatever you oh, call yeah. it. Or, you know, we definitely, like, we don't spank. We don't do timeouts. Yeah. We try to be very whatever. But right. I've been, like,
1: I just Card feel like. carrying like, subscriber to Jana Lansbury and Magda Gerber, yeah. like, the respectful parenting, absolutely. Yes. Same. But so when I'm like, yelling, I'm like, who am I? No, it's, this like, is coming
0: the- out of me. And I'm like, stop talking like that to your kid. Yeah. What is the problem? But right. it's just like, I literally feel so like, it's almost like every little inch is like sticking out is like fried, like it's yes. on fire and like fried. And I'm just like, I don't have any more space. And it's just, it is, it's so hard. I feel like people are constantly asking me again, like everybody knows at this point, I'm like ridiculously pregnant. They're like, how are you doing? And I'm like, I'm not like, I don't even know. Mm -hmm. I'm just, it's like days go by and I'm sort of just hoping that I make it to the next day Yeah, and without like totally damaging my kid because I just Mm
1: -hmm. snapped
0: and said something like really snippy or, you know, shaming them in some way. And I'm like, I know better, you know? And, um, it's hard because I'm, I'm a big proponent of like this idea, you know, I'm an, as obviously an educator, I love, learning and i i read mm-hmm. so much about parenting and and i know that's not necessarily the norm um for everybody but for me it's like that's my job right like i i i take that very seriously like educating myself about parenting practices mm-hmm. and like you know instead of saying this like you should say this yes. so when it comes out of me i'm like oh my god alana like stop you know I'm better and it's it's hard because it's like you know you know better right you know better you do better yes uh-huh. but when, like you said, when you're just going going going, and it's like you yeah. know it t- two weeks turned into a month turned into six months, and now it's it's coming up on a year, and um I, you know, I just feel like it's it's getting to the point where people are starting to really hit a wall um yeah, you know? and
1: I, I think so really and i even've said that before, I feel like the pandemic has turned me into a parent I didn't want to be, yes. and and I think the only solution I have found is to, to almost like throw out all these other, there's so much swirling information out there and like concerns and worry and mom guilt and everything. And I think for me, what's just been most successful is just to kind of like, like just try not to like sweat. Anything I can't, not to sweat. Like I almost think like, don't worry so much about the screen time. Like anything that, any stresses you can take off of your own personal plate is going to yeah. help your kid and somehow have a triple down that or trickle down effect to um, to their sort of happiness and their well-being. And so yeah. I think you have to kind of let go, even though, yes, we know that they're having too much screen time. But I almost think like sort of with food. So uh, another sort of ph- ph- philosophy I have is around food. And I really try not to kind of um, bring those those diet culture uh tropes that we have in society and introduce those to my daughter. I try to keep her out of those that as much as possible. So trying to, you know, when we talk about good food and bad food, for example, I try not to like to make that yeah, Yeah. I try not to use those words to describe them. And really when it comes down to it, um, you know, I always talk about I used a babysat this this girl was allowed zero sugar and um, she would come over to my house and just like raid the freezer and and binge all the ice cream. And and then she grew up and worked at an ice cream store and that just makes me laugh. Cause it's like, you can try to prevent all them from eating all these bad foods, but they're around them. And like, if you just kind of like be casual and chill about it, serve that broccoli, serve that healthy food, be that like person that, you know, be a good example, but don't like shame them when they're eating ice cream or or sweets and like, try not to make a big a big deal about it. And I think like, like it, everything in moderation, right? <laughs> everything in moderation. But I think that that's, that's true too, um, in a way with, um, with all the, the sort of like the screen time and all those other worries. I think like, if you can try not to stress about it yourself right now, that takes some of those stresses off of your plate. Um, yeah. and I think in a weird way that'll translate to more just like chill bonding moments that probably that will then in in theory, result in probably less screen time because you know you're not stressed. it's like just stress adds to stress and I think anything you can let go right now as a mom that's really what what we have to try and do, I think
0: no, I totally agree. And the other thing I think is um you know, in my mind, and maybe I'm wrong. I don't know maybe my kids I'm sure well, we all end up in therapy right anyway well, but- that's what I say yeah <laughs> they're gonna be in therapy um, anyway they should be yeah. so. I feel like um you know there's always, a time to reverse like to, to to put the brakes on so it's like okay um you know so what okay the past year has been a you know shit show and mm-hmm. your kid has gotten too much screen time too much sugar too much blah blah yeah. blah, too much whatever um but you know so then when we come out of this then it's like make more of a conscious effort to like you know get kind of back to where mm-hmm. you want to be so i feel like it's just you know like what you said letting go like yeah you know, knowing, obviously, again, I'm like a big proponent of, you know, know, when you know, when you have the information, then you can make a choice. Yeah. And regardless of what that choice is, um, that's your choice, but at least Mm -hmm. you kind of know. So it's like, all right, we know screen time isn't great. Or we know eating ice cream every day, you know, is Mm -hmm. probably best for our bodies, whatever. But for the past year, we've been like watching TV all day and vegging out on ice cream, you know, picking out on ice cream. Cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. But then it's Mm -hmm. like, all right, once we're in a better headspace, now we can kind of reevaluate and be like, all right, let's make some changes. And I feel like that's um, where people need to like, start to look is like, yes, it's okay right now. Right now is like, you said it's about survival and, you know, keep your kids happy and healthy and, you know, try to be as calm and patient as you can, but forgive when you can't. And then once we're kind of out of this, then it's like, almost like damage control. (laughs) Like, all Right. right, let's figure out like, what, you know, how can we kind of, cut back on whatever it is that we feel like we, you know, we um, like for me, it's yelling or like, just like losing my temper, like really and very, to kind of get frustrated. And, um, you know, I mean, I also have like a five and a half year old who, um, you know, says things like, for example, last week I asked him to do something and he, he was like, he said no or whatever. And I think I responded to him like asking him why or something. And he goes, you have legs, don't you? And I was like, wait, what just came out of your mouth? Like, is this real life? So, you know, I mean, I think, you know, kids are, are also, they're stressed and they're testing us
1: and, um. So it's been a very interesting. No, and there's like, yeah, I totally agree. And this is not normal circumstances. There are no outlets, you know. There are no the playdates are have gone out the window, you know. For the playgrounds are, if it's the middle of winter, especially right now, I think we're forgetting this is February. It's we're speaking, and it it's like there's snow on the ground. The playgrounds are closed, you know, or if they're open, they're very snowy. Um, And it's not to say you can't go out there and romp in the snow, but it's like, it's not the same as summer where you can just be in the playground all day. Um, There's just there just aren't, you know, those things to do. There aren't as many, there, the play spaces, I mean, remember the play spaces, like those are those are out the window. They can't yeah. travel, can't do kind of fun things, can't do, there's so many things we can't do right now. There just aren't those outlets. So it's easy to just to think that this is me now, this is how I parent, but we're just, we're parenting in extenuating cir- circumstances. And I had a friend of mine who's another four, um, in my mom text group, and she's got a four-year-old too. And she's like, I always thought I'd be a PTA mom and I'm not on the PTA. I'm like, girl, your kid is four it's not the year for the PTA not the year for the PTA and there are many years ahead of us for you to get involved in her school just because you're not yeah. involved in her school right now you doesn't label you as a non-PTA parent yeah. you know like we all have to cut ourselves um a break from and yeah absolutely and I think even just in the moment like when you yell at your kid you can it's not the end of the world like you can then acknowledge it and you can yeah. sort of um, speak to them about it and say, sorry, I should not have done that and That's move a on from it. But I, I agree. Like, I think I've been trying to work h- harder on, um, statements instead of questions when I'm trying to get my daughter to do things. <laughs> Cause <laughs> yeah, I, that, it's that a lot of like, yeah, like it's a lot of like, is it okay? Is it okay if we do, can you, so can you just, you know, and it's like, I need to be like, do, do a little bit more, yeah. like do this, please do this, please, this, you know, rather than like yeah. giving them an option. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, I read this book, um it was it was sp- more specific for teaching, but I think they actually have a parent version and one of the phrases that they always came back to was I need you to. So, yeah. I always used it in my classroom because the way they explained it was like you're, you're telling them it's a need. You're not, you're not saying it's something that you want or that they should True. do you're saying, I need you to sit down and do X. And yeah. so to be very concrete. And so I've started to think about how to like do that more at home. It's weird. Cause I, I do it in the classroom so naturally. And then at home it's like, yeah. I don't. And I'm like, wait, yep. hold on. Like this plot
1: totally applies. I so need I you like, to, I'm going to try that. Yeah. Because I do a lot too. of things of like, I, my thing is I, accidentally add like okay question mark at the end of things like we're gonna go you're to like, dance okay. now okay no, 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 I, I don't care
0: if you think that's okay <laughs> like, it's happening I need yeah, to get ready for dance yeah. yeah no I totally hear you I was just about to say um the other thing I, I think and we sort of talked about this and I know we've talked about it like Julie and I are like clubhouse like fiends yes. um if you're if you're not on clubhouse you need to check it out um oh but it's like for me and not everybody is obviously as um like extroverted or whatever, but mm-hmm. I really feed off of other people mm, and not that I don't like love my husband um, and my kids, but I'm like, holy crap. Like yeah. I, I need other human voices uh-huh. and clubhouse has been a really great, great way for that. But, I'll, and also this podcast has kind of been an outlet for me just to actually speak to other yeah. people. But yeah. just like, I just, all I want is to just like be with another like another like another mom like and mom, having a
1: i know like and i just want to
0: see a human not that i haven't seen humans because you know whatever we right. you know we're, we're pretty you know we, where we are stuff's pretty mm-hmm. under control and mm-hmm. people are like you can have dinner outside and things like that so you know you kind of make decisions and you're careful and whatever yeah. but I'm, like, i just want to like go out with like four or five girlfriends and just like have them <sighs> yeah and like sit and have dinner inside
1: yeah. without worrying about like having a mask on my face or whatever. I'm yeah. like, I just need human interaction. I feel that so much. And it's so funny. I was joking about that in one of my clubhouse rooms where I, in the past, I've been like, am I an introvert or am I an extrovert? I guess I have a bit of both. And this pandemic, I'm like, okay, I'm an extrovert. I I'm get like, it. I'm fine. driven fine, fine. Like, And it's, and, you know, people who know me laugh and they're like, Julia, we've always known you're an extrovert. I was like, I know, but I do like cozy home time. But like, no, I realize I do, you know, I think part of being an extrovert and introvert is like, what do you thrive off of? And I do the same, like I thrive off of having that time with friends. And, and it means that we end up putting too much too much pressure on the other parts of our life like we have too much we're just too zeroed in on our kids and too zeroed in on work and we're too zeroed in on our relationships so then we're overthinking those things and it's like everything's out of balance you know without that friend segment I feel like because I I, you know and I find that too like just you know you know with my boyfriend or dating it's like I start to overthink things because in the past I would just I would be going out with dinner with a girlfriend this night. I'd be going out, drinks with other, you know, I'd have some sort of work event. So I didn't have time to sit there and stew. And this this pandemic gives us so much time in our heads, I think. Yes, um, even yes. though we're so busy at the same time, it's like this weird dichotomy.
0: Yeah.
1: But yeah, same, I miss Are my we, girlfriends.
0: The uh, Yeah, the other thing I was just thinking when you, you said something, it, it brought up um, a thought that I had. You know, the other thing, kind of getting back to like parenting, especially younger kids, I feel like, we have lost, right. We, we, I've, I've read about this and I'm sure that parents has talked about this on somewhere in their site, but like the loss of the village, right. So like we don't yes. have a village anymore. Um, mm-hmm. I'm very, very, very lucky to have, um, a lot of family around and, you know, a big family and brothers and sisters and my mom and my grandparents and my in-laws. And we have a ton of help and we do, I do feel like I have a quote unquote village, even though mm-hmm. Um, it's probably not what it used to be, but I know yeah. I have people I can call on that they'll come hold the baby or yeah. like they'll, they'll bring me dinner or, or whatever it is I need. Um, but I feel like that the fact that we have lost that as a society, coupled with this pandemic, has just been such a blow to, especially to new parents. I mean, yeah. I mean, parents with any like younger kids, but just especially like thinking about new moms or moms who have like, a you know, a few kids under five mm-hmm. or, you know, those mm-hmm. are like really trying years and to yeah. not be able to have, you know, your mom or your dad or your aunt yeah. or whoever, even friend be there and like, you know, throw the load of laundry in when you're nursing yeah. the baby or whatever, hold the baby so you can take a nap. Like I just yeah. not, I mean, I'm wondering what kind of like impact that's going to have
1: yeah. i mean i'm sure it's had a huge mental health impact on oh, new yeah. mom but I think like we've been trained as a society for so long that we should be reliant on this nuclear family, and and so that moms often feel guilty. I think about even just asking for help, you know, yeah. or people don't even realize they need help because everyone looks so capable, um, house- on Instagram or whatever. Like, why can everybody else be like keep their house clean and look at yeah, that? Like, exactly. I'm, I'm like living out of a laundry basket, and I like right. You know, and that's what I love. I think about, I find it really important just leading my own brand and also just on Clubhouse is what I do and what I do personally is that I just think the best thing we can do for each other is be completely honest about what's yes. really going on because it can feel so isolating because I know everybody and that's half the, half these Clubhouse rooms. I have people DMing me afterwards and I'm like, thank you. Oh my God. And I'm like, what did I do? I just, I was just honest, you know, like yeah, more of us were honest. More about yeah. how hard this really is, I think the better and we can start to have the real conversations. But yeah, I mean, I am so grateful. And I think part of divorce and co-parenting, I mean, sometimes there are those silver linings in these in these situations where I feel like I really had to reach out to my village and I'm probably closer with my parents than I've ever been just because as a single mom. And, you know, but so for a long time during the pandemic, we I wasn't seeing them. And now I'm finally seeing them again. They've been vaccinated and it's really great, but it means that... um you know, every week, weekend I have Ezi. I go up and, and see them. They're up in Westchester. Um, and it just makes, like, such a huge, huge difference to everything. Um, and I think the the more you can reach out to any kind of village, not everyone has that. But I think people are recalibrating. We're seeing, we did a study at Meredith, actually, just about, like, the silver, I guess, I don't want to call it silver linings from the pandemic. But, like, what outcomes of the pandemic are potentially where what are the kind of potentially positive outcomes? I don't know, but there's definitely a turn towards family and like recalibrating what matters mo- most. And you're seeing a lot of families, you know, moving. You know, a friend of mine is moving closer to her parents to to another state, and just like people are realizing what really kind of matters when when push comes to shove, and how much we were, you know, how much we can't really cope without a village if yeah. if, if shit hits the fan the way it's it's yeah. hitting right now. So no, yeah. I love
0: that. So maybe that like. I guess the hope would be that that carries over
1: yeah.
0: and to kind of provide more of that
1: support, I think. Yeah. And asking for that help and, and being honest about when you when you need it. And like, how many times do people offer you help? And at least I know I, I'm guilty of this. People will offer me help. And it's like, no, 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 no it's fine. It's fine. I'll just yeah. do it. Um, yeah, well, I,
0: I, yeah. No, I totally, I totally agree. I feel like we have that that wall up like oh if I can't do it myself then yeah something's wrong with me or right. my mom can do it and right I'm not gonna right. like, mom all the guilt, guilt not true. yeah like well mm-hmm. all the time I mean they're like I don't know how you do it and I'm like I don't oh, yeah. like and no, I love no. that then, like people are like oh my god you work you do this you do that you do. yeah and I'm like yes but you don't what, what you're not seeing is that yeah. you know my dish it like my sink's full of dishes yep I have, you know, my, my nanny, my husband works from home. Like Mm -hmm. our families are around, like we, we have all these things and, you know, we still struggle and like, I definitely don't do it all. It's that's, I'm, I, you know, I'm very, I have gotten better because I've kind of forced myself at this point. Like there's really no way to survive with three kids under five and being (laughs) pregnant in a pandemic without like sort of learning to ask for help. But I feel like people Mm. sometimes look to me and they're like, oh my God, you're so amazing. Like, I don't know how you do this. I'm not trying to toot my horn at all because I'm just like, no, 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 I don't. I don't do it all. I'm like, I don't do the dishes. Like my husband cleans the kitchen every night. Like I don't touch the kitchen. Like I don't do my laundry. Like, you know, and so it's just, and I'm like, I don't do my laundry. And yet we still live out of like a, A laundry basket half the time, you
1: know, and laundry. And so so it just being honest about that, I feel like is so important. Oh, so important. And there was a really funny tweet that we shared on Instagram, I think today, even on the parents Instagram account, but it's like the gist of it is just like, I don't know how you do it. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not special. I was not like moms are not this like special, like we've evolved differently to be able to do any of this. We can't, you know, like we're just doing the best under very extraordinary circumstances. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, I love that. All right, well, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Obviously they can find parents, so tell about that, but also yeah. about you, your podcast,
1: like all oh Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so obviously there's parents.com and then there's, um, parents on Instagram, but then there's only, there's also my personal Instagram. That's Julia Dennison. If you want to follow me there and my podcast is called we are family and you can find that on wherever you get your podcasts, um, iTunes or Stitcher. Um, and that's a podcast I co host with Sean T. And he's the, the founder of the Insanity Workout, but he's also a father to twins with his husband who he had through surrogacy. So he's got a really cool story. And We Are Family is just all about the unique and interesting and wonderful ways that people become families today um, or are families today. So um, yeah, check it out. Awesome. Well, thank
0: you so much. Yeah, thanks, Melania.
1: This has been so fun. Hey, friend.
0: Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Play, Learn, Thrive show. I'm happy you stopped by for another week of learning with me. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. I so appreciate your feedback. I'd also love for you to join our community of over 20,000 parents on Instagram. You can find us at Play, Learn, Thrive, Kids.